Welcome to the Friendship Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Binnick, and today we're going to be talking about all things fitness, wellness, and mindset so that you can be the best version of yourself for everybody and your family and life that loves you and needs you. All right, guys, what is going on today? We're going to be talking a little bit about standards and standards for us, standards for ourselves and standards that we hold other people to. And so Maria and I have actually been talking a lot about what is different, what seems different and kind of what people are struggling with and just kind of having some maybe deeper dives and conversations into that. And I think most of you guys would probably agree that there's just a there's a vibe you know, there's when you go and talk to people and when you, you're having conversations, there's just there's maybe not as much, uh, you know, positivity or, you know, joyfulness or, you know, whatever it might be. And I think a lot of that stuff, like I know for me, um, you know, I know for a lot of people around me, you know, we d- derive a lot of enjoyment from things like sports and going to sporting events and being outside in a tribe of people who all agree that like, you know, look, we might have all of these differences, but we all, you know, love Browns football, or we all love Buckeye Saturdays. We all love tailgating. We love the band. We love the sport. We love to enjoy this together. Whatever else is going on, we all we all enjoy this one thing a lot, and it brings us a lot of happiness. And I think when you start to strip some of those things away from sort of the fabric of society, you know, things start to. Um, I don't know, maybe become more, more, I don't want to say real, uh, but we focus on, on things, um, and maybe just are, are left with only the things that maybe are, are maybe less enjoyable, let's say. And sort of that mentality, if you guys ever studied Roman history, um, where, you know, when political uprisings or when things would start to happen, uh, that were killing the morale in the city and unrest became, you know, very prevalent. What they would do is they would start um, gladiator games. You know, the Colosseum would be the the great equalizer for the community. And I certainly have my worries about, you know, our society or our community without some of those things. And I think you've already sort of started to see that tear a little bit at the fabric of, you know, individual people maybe in your life, uh, but as, you know, in society as a whole. And so, you know, what I want to talk about today and what I see, you know, people doing. And and I think what you guys are going to agree with is um, the standards that, you know, we hold ourselves to. And I think in times like this, it becomes, you know, very, very important to ensure that we do not allow our own standards for ourselves to drop and for us to kind of let ourselves off the hook. And I think you guys may have seen this maybe in some of your friends or some of your family or people in and around your life is they've used COVID or they've used whatever whatever else is going on in their lives in the world whether it be how covid affected their you know their kids school or you know it might just be politics generally whatever it might be but they're using that as an excuse to let themselves off the hook and lower their standards and one of the things that you know, I loved and I'm separated from a little bit now. But as I told you guys, I'm reading um, David Goggins book, Can't Hurt Me. And David Goggins is, a, you know, was a Navy SEAL. And 
one of the things that I loved more than anything about going down uh, to be a sentinel at the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier and having the opportunity to do that, the reason that that was so appealing to me was it was one of the last units in the army that said, we are not going to drop our standards. Either you need to be better and you better pick it up or you're not going to make it here. And the reason that I got out of the army, generally the big army, right? Big A army was because the standards had dropped. Kids who were joining the military had become soft, become complainers. They were not held to a high standard. And so instead of saying, you need to pick it up, you need to be better and we can make you better. But you have to have the right mindset first. They said, it's just easier for us to drop the standards a little bit. It's just easier for us to take it a little bit easier on people and soften up so that we can keep this ship rolling and keep people coming in and, you know, keep the recruiting numbers up and continue to, you know, have a a massive budget and all these other things. And I saw it. I watched it happen. You're talking to these drill sergeants who were drill sergeants 15, 10, 15 years ago. And now who were in charge of drill sergeant units. And they're like, man, it's so different. And it's all different bad. There's nothing different good. And when you start to see that globally in an organization, once that once that trend starts to tick, man, it's a really slippery slope to not having an organization that has a lot of pride in it and having a less quality organization. And one of the things that I loved so much was the fact that, you know, people would talk about the time commitment of tomb guards. And I would hear these people who had the opportunity to be tomb guard, who had the opportunity to sign up. And the way they would talk about it is, oh, man, you don't want to do that. Like it sucks up your whole life. It's this huge time commitment. They make you do all this stuff and you have to like you have to work all day and it's super challenging. Like you don't want to do that. And what I heard is people letting themselves off the hook. It's like, no, you don't want to do that. You want to take it easy on yourself. You want to be content. You want to be lazy. You're okay being, you know, ordinary, mediocre. You're okay taking it easy on yourself. I don't want to do that. I want to, I want to sign up for and be a part of the thing that has the highest standards. And when I joined the military, I signed up for the full Green Beret package. Now, I broke both my hands when I was in airborne school. And you, you go through that situation and things change. But I still was lucky to have the opportunity that I had to still sign up for and be a part of a unit that shared that ethos of a high standard, holding you to a high standard, holding others to high standards and maintaining the standard. And that was one of the things we said all the time at the tomb, hold the standard. And tomb guards now, when they talk about it, when they go back, that's this is the comment. This is the comment you want to hear as a modern current tomb guard is you want to hear an old school tomb guard come and say, these guys are holding the standard. And that's what the whole unit's about. And that's what we want to be about. We want to be surrounded by people like that. We want to be surrounded by, you know, coaches and mentors and people like that. And I'm very proud to have a staff at Friendship that I have knighted, basically, that this person currently holds the standard, has has met my mark to currently hold the standard. 
and they uphold the standard and they now they are put in charge of continuing to maintain and hold you to a high standard. And the challenging part is society right now, fitness, the fitness industry in general right now is screaming and pulling at you so hard to just take it easy on yourself. Come and sign up for this. It'll be it'll be easy. It's easy to sign up for. It's approachable workouts. Anybody can do it. You can do it at home. It's super convenient. You don't have to sacrifice anything. And while that screams at people, it's appealing to so many. It's a, it's appealing to people in the army, to these, you know, these kids who want to sign up and they want to join the military, but they don't want it to be too hard. Basic training was hard because the drill sergeant yelled at me. So now drill sergeants aren't allowed to yell at people anymore. And that's serious. Like that's actually a thing. And it's been one huge slippery slope from the first like little, you know, thing that they, they put on for, for drill sergeants. And, you know, now they, you know, they have cell phones and basic training and they have all these other things like, which to me are just like, Oh my God, like what are we doing? And, it's just been continuing to give back comfort and give back contentness because as you started to take away people's cell phones, they didn't make it. They couldn't make the cut 12 to 14 to 16 weeks without a cell phone. And so rather than let 50% of people wash out of basic training, the army started to freak out and say, Oh, well we better allow that. And immediately when that happens, Every single person in the military, every single person in the army, the entire United States loses something. And the problem is going to be is there is a mental and a physical challenge that is supposed to be given to people during that time. And it's supposed to be a let's see if you can make the cut. Because when push comes to shove and you're, you know, in a war zone next to that kid, and let's say I've been in for 15 years and my basic training was extremely challenging as has my entire career. And this kid just got a pass. They just let him coast through basic training, even though he couldn't cut the physical standards. He couldn't pass the PT test. He couldn't last 12 weeks without a cell phone. He struggled in the field. You know, he's, he's whatever they They gave him a pass because the numbers have to stay up and they dropped the standards so that he could do that. Well, now my life is reliant upon this person to the left or right of me. And that's a really scary proposition when you're in the military, when you have to put your life on the lines of somebody who couldn't cut it, but got a pass anyway, because the standards were dropped. And when you get, when you stare that face in the face, that was why I got out of the military. And that was why when I talk to soldiers now, and I talk to people about going into the military, I go, the only thing I would sign up for is a computer job that has a good tangible tie over to some real world job. where you are going to learn on the job training skills. and You're not necessarily going to be on a firing line or as hardcore special forces, Navy SEALs, Green Berets, Marine Force Recon, whatever it is, the most hardcore unit that you can possibly find to get into where nobody makes it. And then you have to be the one who holds yourself to a ridiculously high standard from now until that graduation day is completed. Because then you know when you're on that firing line, everybody to the left and the right of you is legit. 
and everybody to the left or the right of you holds that standard. And while this is extremely difficult to do, obviously, in a civilian business or organization, my hope or my dream for friendship is to have a just larger community of people who say, I am holding myself to a higher standard. By being a person who comes to this gym, I am accepting that I need to work on my mindset, my nutrition, my movement, my strength, my aerobic capacity, my building muscle mass, my whatever, right? Holding others accountable, the community support aspect of people. I need to push myself out of my comfort zone. And here's where people mix this up. And there's some great stories about this throughout time. And if you guys read enough special forces stuff, what you see is some of the most amazing soldiers are the most mediocre, unmiraculous physical specimens. It has nothing to do with how in shape you are. Literally, it has nothing to do with that. Some of our most badass hold the highest standards for themselves. People, you talk to them and their mentality is razor sharp, as dialed in as it could possibly be. Coronavirus happened and they didn't take it easy on themselves for a moment, not a day, not an hour. Their standard never dropped for themselves. Some of those people you would look at and they're just they're not physically outstanding. There's nothing overly special about them outside of their mentality. And that's what we're talking about, because if you have that razor sharp mentality, if you hold that standard for yourself, enough time will go by and you will continue this one percent improvement every day. You'll continue this slow, steady trek upwards all the time. And eventually enough, most people will continue on this slow, either flat line or maybe a downward trend here and an upward trend there. They'll maybe take it easy on themselves for a little bit because, you know, work work's got kind of hard. And so rather than get tougher, rather than, you know, work on my mentality, rather than up my game, rather than, you know, telling myself, I got to be better, be better. I got to do more. I got to be more disciplined. I got to spend more time. I got to get up earlier. I got to go to sleep earlier. I got to stop some of these comforts that I'm allowing myself, whatever it might be, rather than upping their game. And it's just easier. I'm just going to go on. I'm just going to go on pause right now just because like I just I don't, you know, pausing and, you know, I just I want I'm going to just just, you know, take just take maybe the next you know couple months off because things things upcoming stuff looks kind of hard. And when I say it that way, I hope that like it irks at you. Like, I hope that makes your skin crawl a little bit. I hope you go, yeah, like that's, man, that doesn't, I don't want to be that person. That doesn't sound like good. That doesn't, that doesn't, that's not who I want to be. When I envision myself, when I'm super proud of the stuff that, um, you know, I've developed in my life, most of that stuff is going to be stuff where I rose to the occasion, where I held myself to this higher standard and I achieved and I accomplished and I did and I made it through the tough point. The stuff that other people were bitching and complaining about, there's stuff that made other people quit. That was when I buckled down. That was when I got tougher. 
And I don't know if she listens to the podcast, but, um, you know, Kimmy Wetzel is somebody who really sticks out to me for this. So, and I hope she's okay with me sharing this. I don't know if she will be or not, uh, I should probably text her, but, um, but you know, Kimmy, Kimmy lost her job, um, when COVID first started and she just had this absolute rock star mentality with what she was going to do and how she was going to spend her time. And it was, look, I don't have control over my job. I don't have control over some of the stuff that's going on out there. But what I do have control over, what I'm going to do right now is I am going to just buckle down. And I'm, she, I mean, she killed it. I don't have the numbers in front of me. I want to say she lost something like 5% body fat. She's just, I mean, PR and she's running more. She's getting ready for a half marathon. She's doing all this stuff that she had never done before. And so she totally used her own like mental strength, her own mentality to up the standard on herself rather than at a time that was so easy for her to just, you know, let, let her, let, you know, just be easy on herself be like, yeah, Hey, it's tough. You know, lost my job. Things are going to be hard for a little bit. And so let's just take it easy. Let's just decommit to a bunch of stuff. You know, let's not, let's not be beholden to anything. Let's just keep our, our options open. Um, she doubled down and she just, just killed it over the quarantine. She came back the first day we were open. She did an in-buy scan. She's just ear to ear. She's just like chomping at the bitch, ready to go. Just give me that in-buy scan. I'm going to kill it. And she had this just, you know, bulletproof, unbreakable mentality that you could tell that she was walking in. It was the first person that I'd seen since coronavirus happened that didn't have a little bit of that, like ears back, you know, a little bit like submissive. She was attacking. She was in attack mode. She was going and getting. And it was just really cool to see. And it really stuck out to me. And Kimmy's story is actually one of my favorites. Um, she was one of the last on-ramp classes to uh, come through the group on-ramp style training that we had, which was a, a very sink or swim uh, you know, style of onboarding, which is why we sort of did away with it. And it really didn't meet people where they were at. It was very much like, hey, this is what we're doing. You can either do it or you can't. And Kimmy jumped up onto uh, the pull-up bar and it was uh, her first day. It was like learning kipping and kipping pull-ups and hanging from the rig and doing some kipping knee raises and some of these things. And um, I didn't know she was going to come back. And Maria can tell you, I came back that night and I go, yeah, this couple came. It was Adam and Kimmy. And one of them's like 4'11 and the other one's like 6'4. And they were just, they were cracking me up the whole time. And I was really nervous because I didn't know if she was going to like it because she, she could barely hang from the pull-up bar. We didn't have any pull-up bars that a four foot, you know, 11 girl could jump up to. And so we had to get her this big box and she was up on a pull-up bar that was too big for her. And uh, so she's hanging super far from the ground. And, and she, she was struggling. It was hard for her. And most people, in fact, I would say almost everybody that I had coached through on-ramp, which at that time was, I mean, thousands of people. I'd seen thousands of people come through and do that same day, which we had programmed and done that way for years. And I would say that she is the only person that I ever had that on day one struggled that much with the physical movement and came back. And the whole time she had a smile. And if you guys know Kimmy, it's no surprise, right? She lights you up. Um, she always does. And she was laughing and joking with me and smiling the entire time that she was struggling. And when she came back, I was so happy 
And I was so looking forward to working with this woman who had so much to gain from what, you know, working with us could bring her. Um, but I knew she could only achieve it by having, you know, the mindset that she had, you know, and now we're, we're years down the road and Kimmy's a stud and keeps accomplishing and keeps developing and getting better, you know, a little bit every day, all the time, still ear to ear, still makes everybody who comes in contact with her smile all the time, magnanimous personality. And, um, we're very lucky to have her, but she's a great example of somebody who, you know, it would have been easy for her to, to, you know, just take it easy, say, ah, oh, that was hard. I'm good. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to go back to that. Like that's not, that's not my speed. But instead she rose to the occasion. She was challenged by something and she's, she chose to say good. Like, okay, that was hard. I don't, I couldn't do that, but I, but I want to be able to do that. And that's, that's the key indicator there. There is nobody, there's not a Navy SEAL instructor in the world who will tell you that somebody is ready to graduate buds or ready to be a Navy SEAL their first day of training. Nobody is. You're not. You're not ready to, you're not even close to ready. I'm just going to speak to my zone ex, own zone of expertise. The people who come down day one for Tomb Guard training, you've got zero skills. You know nothing. You're starting at zero, much the same as coming into the gym. And when you're there, you have the world of knowledge to gain. You have the world of opportunity at your at your feet, right? And everybody who's ever made it has been in that exact same spot. And the only difference is that you have to be willing to try, struggle, fail, learn, grow, but you can't ever want it to be easier. That's the thing that we can't hope for. We can't sit there with this desire for things to just come to us or be given to us or not be challenged by things anymore. Because as soon as that happens, if you're the type of person who wants to hold yourself to a high standard, you're going to get kind of bored. As soon as it stops being challenging, to the degree that it should be. As soon as you let that standard on yourself drop, then that slippery slope of complacency starts to kind of sneak its way in. And so one of the cool parts about uh, being a tomb guard is it sort of everybody holds everybody accountable. Now, as if you guys don't know anything about uh, the infantry in the military, which is what most tomb guards are, uh, there is a lot of snark and sass, which ironically mirrors uh, our coaching staff's opinions and discussions towards each other. Um, and maybe that's maybe that's my influence. I don't know. But the idea of that or the mentality of that is that, you know, nobody's going to take it easy on you. If you start to take it easy on yourself, you're probably going to get called out on it a little bit and you're going to have to figure that out. Right. You're going to have to you're going to have to learn how to navigate that. And so you can develop either a thick skin or you can continue to try to hold yourself to a higher standard. And I really prefer to be surrounded by people who want to hold themselves to a high standard. What I'm noticing as I you know, grow up and get older, and I think you guys probably see this also, is it's really hard to be around people who let themselves off the hook all the time. 
the complainers of the world, the quitters, the people who, when things start to get a little tough, they hit the high road on you. And that's the thing, man. It's just, it's, it's a, if you're a high performer, if you want to be a high performer, you should be able to sense that and feel that. And it should hit you in this way where you're like, that's not an appealing trait to me. I don't care for that. That bothers me. And one of the hardest parts about, you know, owning a, owning a gym specifically is you see people do this all the time. It's, you know, I've been doing this for a long time and I've had a lot of people come. I've had a lot of people succeed. I've had a lot of people quit. And still to this day, I'll tell you that, you know, 11 years and tens of thousands of people later, it never gets any easier to watch somebody let themselves off the hook. It never gets any easier to see somebody and know their life situation and know that everything they need comes from challenging themselves mentally, challenging themselves physically, challenging themselves to get out of their comfort zone and meet somebody new and have a conversation and be honest with themselves and hold themselves accountable. And they quit. It's just so heartbreaking to me to watch. And it killed me when I was at the tomb. I had this one kid who 20 years old and he had a rough life situation going on. He had rough, rough stuff going on with his parents. He had a really rough upbringing and, um, was struggling and had ended up while he was in training as a tomb guard, ended up getting a, a young girl pregnant who he had just met and had a one night stand with at a bar. And, um, was trying to navigate all of that. And you're, I'm having conversations with this kid and this kid was a good soldier and he worked so hard and he had so much promise and so much opportunity. And, but all these people started telling him all these things and he just started to believe it. And his mentality started to get soft and he tried to do these things. And I just told him, I go, man, I'm telling you right now, if you choose to quit, if you choose to just give up, because this, this, these little life challenges, and I get that there's not a little life challenge, but because these life challenges get thrown in your way, man, I promise you, you will regret it for the rest of your life. You're only going to have this opportunity one time. And he had these, he had these, you know, weeks and moments where he was going through and struggling with some of these things. And I had two soldiers who went through similar things like this. And and I said the same thing. And one of the soldiers ended up quitting. The other one ended up staying. And uh, the most recent one, the guy who ended up staying ended up writing me a letter when he uh, finished his officer candidate school and he was going into a ranger battalion and was going to be a first lieutenant there. And, wrote me a really nice, uh, thank you card, uh, said that, you know, I was one of the reasons that he stayed at being a tomb guard and why I stayed in the military, um, at all. And it was just a very, very nice message. Um, you know, to which I responded, you know, you're the one who made the choice to continue to hold yourself to this higher standard. And I know there are other soldiers and, and, you know, this, the soldier specifically, the first one I was telling you about who didn't end up, you know, he ended up quitting training, um, going back to the regular unit. He ended up, you know, getting out of the army and, and having his baby and he ended up, you know, staying, staying with the girl and, um, the last I you know saw him on on social media and on Facebook, um, he just didn't look like he was doing too well, and 
just the last few messages that I got from him were very depressive by nature. And I think it's that slope that we've got to stay away from. I do think it's a slippery slope to once you start making decisions to take it easy on yourself and you stop rising to the occasion, you stop challenging yourself, you stop accepting challenges, you stop looking for challenges, you stop looking forward to challenges and facing those challenges by saying in your head, I've got to be better. And you don't accept a coach looking at you saying, you be better, be better. Like, how do I do this? How do you, 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 you got to change your mentality, right? And the more that we can invite that into our lives, the more we can want it, the more we need it, the more accepting of it we are, the better off our future propositions for what we're going to be able to achieve are. And the more we're going to be surrounded by like-minded people who also achieve and who also have high standards and achieve high things. So this will be uh, our slogan for this one. This will be how we wrap up today is our, uh, you know, hold yourself to a high standard and achieve big things. That'll be sort of our title for today. Um, but I don't know about you guys. I think, you know, I needed this one for myself just in terms of, uh, you know, my own motivation and thinking towards things, things that I'm personally struggling with right now and things that I'm letting you know, bother me, I guess I would say, is, is it's a lot of this as I'm, I'm being more and more confronted every day. And I just haven't been used to it because over the last few years, I have created networks and groups of people that surround me that are used to holding themselves to a very, very high standard that are used to holding others accountable and pushing and achieving and rising to the occasion. And over the last few months, I think I've been confronted more and more with people who are really quick to let themselves off the hook or really quick to, you know, just not not push themselves, not challenge themselves, not, you know, not rise to the occasion by any means or measure. And, uh, and it's just been taking a toll on me, honestly. Like it's been, I, I, I told Maria the other day and it's, it's probably the first time I've ever said this. Um, but you know, I just started to feel like I was, like I was losing hope in, in people. Um, and you know, the only other time I've really ever said that when I was, was when I said, I'm losing hope in the army, like I'm losing hope in the standard. We're not holding the standard anymore. And I don't think necessarily that on any given normal day, our society holds the standard very well anyway. But, you know, I think it's, um, it's bleeding over into zones where it otherwise would not have. And I think that is sort of the effect of coronavirus on our psyche that we're really letting it sort of win or some people are letting it win. And we just can't let that happen. We can't let ourselves drop our standards for things. We can't let ourselves get soft or weak or um, lose our mentality, lose our razor's edge, you know, our eye of the tiger mentality uh, towards just life and what we're accomplishing and what we're achieving and what we're doing uh, because things are a little harder now than they have been. And so... Uh, I hope that this finds you guys in the right mentality, and I hope that this maybe helps you guys give some language or give some thought process to things that maybe you've been dealing with or struggling with that you can't just maybe put a finger on. I've been thinking about this a lot, and I've been talking about it a lot with people. I've been trying to hone in on, you know, why? Why do I feel? Why do I feel this way? Why do I feel this way towards? Um, 
towards people or towards conversations or, or where am I at? And I think a lot of it is just this. And, and the more that I, I did this podcast now, just speaking to it, it just, it makes sense because I know I've felt this feeling before and I know how it irks me and I know how we can rise above and get beyond it. And that was what the tomb was for me. That was why I loved it so much. It's why it's such a fond memory for me is because you're just surrounded all day, every day. Is it hard? Yes. It's supposed to be. It's the hardest thing that I've ever done. That was the point. And I loved that about it. Like that was the whole point was that every single person that I'm coming in contact with all day, the people I'm spending and surrounding my entire life with for this two or three year period was people who were holding themselves to this ridiculously high standard that nobody else could make and nobody else wanted to make that everybody else quit. And there's just this respect. There's this nod. There's this little like, you know, nudge of, yeah, like regardless of what else is going on. I know that you're a guy who when push came to shove, you buckled down. You held yourself to the standard and you upheld the standard. And because of that, I have a huge respect for you. And you'll notice that I have a huge respect for people. And, you know, one of the biggest things that is a sign of respect for me to you is if I tell you the real truth, if I'm hard on you, if I don't let you take it easy on yourself, well, that's my ultimate sign of respect. If I let you off the hook, if I tell you, yeah, it's okay, maybe make this easier. It's okay. Do this, do that, do this, do that. Let's take it easy. Let's do this. If I tell you that, it means you've still got something to prove to me. And not that you have to, like, I don't want people to think that they have to prove something to me. You don't, you don't have to prove shit to me. I don't matter. But you have to definitely prove something to yourself. And if you aren't there yet, if you haven't held yourself to that level, if you haven't held yourself accountable, then... Maybe that's our first place we got to start. Because if we want to achieve big things, big things require high standards. And if you guys think about people who have been you know, emulated throughout history, and maybe even just if we just think about in America, it's people who held themselves to a very, very high standard. If you guys have ever looked at like, you know, read biographies or, you know, looked into Abraham Lincoln or Martin Luther King, or even if you guys have just like watched Netflix documentaries on Michael Jordan um, or Bill Gates or Steve Jobs or any of these people who have really achieved things that are, you know, just incomprehensible to most people, the level of work ethic and time and effort. Well, that only exists. It only starts. It starts from this place of saying I want to achieve this big thing. And the only way that that is even going to be remotely possible is if I elevate to a level that is commensurate with achieving that thing. You're just not going to do it. You know, a mediocre person is not going to, you know, lead the United States through civil war to end slavery. You know, somebody who lets themselves off the hook and, you know, is willing to take the easy way out is not going to be a civil rights leader, is not going to organize, you know, the million man march. 
somebody who's willing to take a day off when they aren't feeling very well or, you know, maybe not train super hard or not push their teammates in practice isn't going to win six championships. These things don't happen with low standards, with letting yourself off the hook. They don't exist without those things. And all greatness is born from a very high standard. And that's what I want for everybody who surrounds me. That's what I want for everybody in the world. I truly believe that this is all a positive sum game. I believe that if you achieve and I achieve and I hold you to a high standard and we push each other, that both of us get better, that we both elevate. And I believe if you do that for five people and I do that for five people and we can share those five people and everybody does that for their five people, then all of a sudden we're up to like 125 people, right? And that's it. And it's like, if we can just do that, like if we can keep pushing that influence to hold others to a higher standard and surround ourselves with people who are high standards and invite people who we want to hold to a high standard to be a part of a high standard community and build that that way, then we all elevate to a totally different stratosphere, a totally different level. And in my opinion, that's what we're doing. That's what we're trying to accomplish. That's it. It's it in a nutshell. And we're doing it through the medium of health and fitness, mindset, work, and development. But it carries over into everything else that you do. So I hope this meets you guys at the right time. Hope you guys are having a fantastic weekend. Gorgeous weather. Hope you guys got outside. Just got some time with some family. Love you guys. Let's hold ourselves to a higher standard this week. Let's just be better. If I just look at you and I'm just like, be better. You just Hopefully you know what I'm talking about. And if you don't, and I said that to you, I'm going to send you this podcast and follow-ups. And then you, now you're going to know. It's going to be retroactive. All right, see you guys.